Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And it's week number five, day 17, our Eagles camp recap with John McMullen. Football 24-7 with John McMullen comes to a screeching halt as this marks the final day of the 2021 Philadelphia Eagles preseason training camp, Johnny Mack. And as you said in the pre-show, they literally did save the two hottest days for last. Yeah, they did. Uh, got through it. You got a little uh, tree there. So the players, uh, the Jets have an interesting facility. Very nice facility, by the way. But they got a big tree uh, in the middle of one of the practice fields. And, uh, yeah, the shade was nice for the players this week. As we get into our final training camp report, Jalen Hurts saves the best for last. The final 53? The roster's already set. Did the Eagles go to 4-0 and with the joint practice? We'll find out. And, of course, the best for last, John McMullen's game ball. Can you name the 17 game ball winners from the 2021 training camp? Plus, Darius Slay has entered the building. And on that introduction, John, where should we begin with your report tonight. Undefeated. Come on, the 72 uh, Miami Dolphins finally have company. Undefeated. Uh, when does the banner go up? <laughs> when does the banner 4-0 in joint practices? I think you put that or, out yesterday, John, and that's starting to catch some life in the Philadelphia market yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just sure. put it out on Twitter. Yeah, people. <laughs> some people don't get the sarcasm. Uh, you know, they played very well in joint practices, so kind of I've been saying it for a while. How do you want to spin this? Because obviously the preseason games themselves have not been good. And, you know, Friday still is ahead of us. And, uh, I, you know, Nick Sirianni, as I expected him to, begged off uh, saying who was going to play. Ultimately, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to play. I don't think... uh, 
many of the veteran starters are, are going to play or should play. You know, the Fletcher Coxes of the world, the Brandon Grahams, Lane Johnson, et cetera, Brandon Brooks, they shouldn't play. Um, young quarterback, I, I would have him out there for at least a little bit, especially after what happened in week two and the fact that, look, it's nobody's fault. Uh, but he missed the game that he was supposed to play at least a couple series in. So, you know, in theory, if that happens, I got to get him some work in uh, week three. But the Eagles are, are certainly trending in the direction of not believing in that. And we'll see how it shakes out. Um, you know, September 12th in Atlanta. I, I do know if you look around the league, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has played. Tom Brady has even played some some preseason snaps. Uh, there's some, you know, Aaron Rodgers has not. Um, but, you know, we're talking about superstar quarterbacks. Why Why is even Jalen Hurts in that purview? I, I don't know. I think he needs reps. And it's interesting because the Eagles seem to know that with, the young receivers, for instance, who played a half against New England because they need the work. You have a rookie, you have two second-year players. They're right. They need the work. And you understand the quarterback is the most important position. But I got to tell you, Krause, you can't legislate injuries. I talk about it all the time. 23-year-old can't worry about that kind of stuff. You got to get them prepared. I, I don't agree with the way the Eagles have handled Jalen Hurts. And to be honest, I think they're doing him a disservice. I really do. Do you think Jalen Hurts agrees with the way the Eagles are handling his process in camp this year? I don't. I don't. Because he has told me flat out um, he, he believes his game is more suited. We talk about plays being blown dead. We talk about the safety and practice. And a lot of times he believes that plays that are whistled dead, that he could have extended and made something out of them. Well, you only know that in a live environment. Um, and a lot of, you know, earlier in camp when everybody was reporting how he was struggling, um, uh, I think, you know, he got a little bit frustrated. In fact, I know it because he said it. Uh, he got a little frustrated. Um, so I, I I don't think he he likes that. I do think he wants to go out there and play. Um, in fact, I know he wants to go out there and play. Uh, but he's also a good soldier, and he's going to frame it as he's going to do what the coaching staff tells him. And that's the kind of guy he is. Um, but I, I, I don't think the Eagles are going about the best way to prepare him for the season. On our report yesterday, Johnny Mack, you mentioned that Nick Sirianni, head coach Nick Sirianni, was going to talk today. Um, did he speak with the media? Uh, was he asked specifically uh, whether or not Jalen Hurts was going to be the starting quarterback on September 12th? Uh, yes, he did. And yes, he did. Uh, he did speak and he was asked that question. And as expected, as I said yesterday on the show, I didn't expect him uh, to answer the question. Um, he didn't. He kind of begged off and said, we still got to get through today. We got to get through a walkthrough uh, tomorrow and then they'll make a decision. Um, and that's what he says every week. And 
I get it. Uh, but, you know, I, I think if he comes out and says <clears throat> Jalen Hurts isn't going to play, then he knows he's going to get the follow-up questions and some of the things I just said. And it's easy to kind of fend them off by saying, we're still thinking about it. And, well, you know, what are they, thinking, they, what, what are the they thinking about? Not, well, you know. maybe they come to the conclusion because as I, I was told before week two that Jalen was going to play about two series. Now, the ho hope is, you know, in the best case scenario, those two series are long drives and maybe 10 play drives and <clears throat> you get 20 maybe even more than that snaps in if you're successful. That's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario you saw, he was ill before the game, wasn't allowed to play um, at all. So he got no reps. Um, so that was the original plan. And from that, they, were, they were, weren't going to play him in week three. That's what I was told before the Patriots game. Now, Maybe it changed, and the fact that they didn't get him the work that they expected to get him in week two, maybe they think uh, he needs that in week three. So I'm not going to say 100% he's not playing, but it sure sounds like he's not playing. It sure sounds like they're not coming off their original plan, and they're going to re regard these two days of joint practices as essentially the game. And look, they're better than practices against yourself, but they're not a game and they're not live. And you still have some of the same uh, issues you have when you're practicing in a normal setting and, and the fact that nobody's allowed to hit the quarterback. Um, so it, it, it's just it's it, it's been an organizational decision from the start. And it's one you and I have talked about quite a bit. And I get the thought process. This is sort of a thing in sports as a whole, not just the NFL. We talk about load management and limiting um, practice time, limiting uh, uh, even game time in the NBA or things like that. Um, it's come to football as well. And, and the practices have been scaled back and, we are where we are, and it's interesting to me, though, that, in essence, they put Jalen Hurts in the same category as the veteran players. They, they put him in the same category as the Fletcher Coxes, the Brandon Grahams, etc. They have not put Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins, in that category so it's it's interesting and it's obviously because of the position but i i i think there is a, a little bit uh of a double standard there and i'm not sure they should be going down that road last thought on head coach nick sirianni and then we'll get into a lot of good activity uh today uh, at practice i want to make sure that we share all of that uh, with uh, all of our uh, viewers across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe, share, like, and make sure uh, you stay with us. Big news, big announcement, lots of good stuff, including Eagles season tickets. We're giving away a pair of tickets for every game on the season. Plus, we have a pair of tickets, Johnny, for every game on the schedule. 
So a lot of good stuff. Uh, Jacob Media is prepared as we bring everybody into the 2021 uh, season. Last thought on head coach Nick Sirianni. Is what you've watched him do in these 17, what are we, in these 17 days, is this really Nick Sirianni or is this Nick Sirianni facilitating what collectively Howie and the entire organization wants to happen? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, as I say, an organizational decision, the way they set up practice and, and things of that nature, that is certainly, you know, he's under some limitations there. There's no question about it. But, you know, that's not. Uh, rare. Certainly it's not rare for rookie head coaches uh, in this league. Um, you know, everybody out there listening, not everybody, but most have bosses. And um, sometimes you got to listen to the boss and you, you got to accomplish your goal or accomplish your task the best way you can, even if you think there's a better way uh, than your boss thinks. Uh so I, I've said it pretty consistently. I think if it were up to Nick Sirianni, the Eagles would be uh, practicing more. I think the players would be playing more in the preseason. Um, but I do think he's under some limitations from that perspective. If it was up to Nick Sirianni, would he have already named Jalen as the starter? Uh, no, that one I don't think uh, is is anything other than Nick Sirianni. And the same thing, by the way, with Jordan Mailata. He got as close as he has to to naming Jordan Mailata the starter today, but still wouldn't do it. Um, I, I just think that has more to do with his competition mindset and the mindset that um, young players haven't proven it and he doesn't want to hand things to them. Um, again, doesn't doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense because you can't treat the quarterback like he's he's Tom Brady and not say he's the starting quarterback. You know, it, it just it, it it doesn't make sense. And I think Joe Banner actually tweeted that today. You lose credibility in, in the locker room. Now, I, I think Joe might be overstating it a little bit because the players in the locker room know uh, for whatever reason he's doing it for the public. Um, and, and I do think he loses a little bit of credibility when he does things like that. But ultimately, I don't think it's a big thing. I don't think it's going to haunt him or anything of that nature. I mean, we've stopped asking if Jalen Hurts is a starter because we all know he's a starter. I mean, so it's it's become sort of an inertia. Um, we know he's the starter, so why waste time asking the question? Eagles Camp Recap with John McMullen. It is week five, day 17, the final training camp report. Don't forget at the very end of this report, John McMullen's final game ball. Can you name all 17 or will you be able to name all 17? Stay I can't with us. name all 17, so if you can do that, Godspeed to you. It all, have it all, Johnny Mac, it we all have them all down. And I, it all flows we, together. And we have them all down, and I've got, a, perhaps I have a Devontae Smith jersey to give there away we go. for the there individual that can I'm do glad, it. So stay I'm, tuned. <laughs> I'm glad I have a record keeper because, yeah, 
all, all these days kind of bleed together. Uh, but I do, before we go on, I do want to, what, what Nick, I want to get the exact quote. Uh, and, and he was talking mm -hmm. more about, uh, he was talking about Jordan Mailata and Andre Dillard, but he said, I mean, you've seen who has been working with the ones at every position. The guys uh, have been working with the ones. I mean, that that's the guys we view as starters at this point. So that's as far as he's gone. And he, he essentially said, look, they're working with the ones. That's who we view as, as the starters, um, which, again, he should. Um, and... You know, uh, the very next question he says, but we haven't made the decision. And again, that's more uh, of Andre and, and Jordan Mailata, but it, it also speaks to Jalen Hurts, uh, who, again, 17. So now it's official. We are through every single training camp practice, and only one person took a first-team rep at the quarterback position. So he's the starter. Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, all good days today uh, in this practice against the Jets. Yeah, I, I think the offense was was better today than yesterday. I, I don't think the defense was was as good, but it's hard. But they completely dominated uh, yesterday. Uh, but overall, yeah, I mean – Offense won both days against the Jets' defense. Uh, Eagles' defense won both days against the Jets' offense. So, four and zero, put up the banner. Put well, if Jalen's not going to, and if Jalen's not going to play on Friday, uh, and the offense had their best, had a better day today than they did yesterday, uh, then as we began the show, Jalen Hurts saves the best for last. How good was Jalen Hurts at practice today? Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, I think certainly if you look at it as a whole. Uh, he's he's gotten better and better, and that's been their mantra: get one percent better every day. Uh, he certainly uh, progressed from where he was at the beginning of camp. I think you know, I I look at this skill position group as a whole. I I really do. I think it's going to be a theme. You got a bunch of playmakers um, who are going to make a bunch of mistakes. So I I think. You're going to see some really, really high moments, and you're going to see some really, really low moments. I really do. Because it's not only the quarterback, it's the receivers who are all, all young. If you think about Miles Sanders, who's maybe, uh, of, besides the tight ends, we're going to put them aside because they're veteran guys. But, um, <clears throat> you know, Miles would be the most experienced of that group. And even him, he's sort of like a home run hitter, you know. Miles might go 70. Uh, he might fumble the football. He might drop a pass. I, I think that's going to be the theme uh, of this playmaking group outside the tight ends. It's going to be highs and lows. It's going to be like an EKG. You know, Johnny Mac, I was watching or listening rather to you on Birds 365 this morning with Jody Mack and Jeff Kerr. Uh, Jody Mack raised the question, posed the question about the biggest disappointment uh, of the camp. Uh, of camp. Uh, it's an offensive receiver. Uh, I'll let you talk about it. Uh, fascinating that at one point Travis Fulgham was 
um, for that short period of time in 2020, four or five week period uh, in, in, in the top five around the NFL and now finds himself perhaps, is he making the team or, or where does he stand with this football team? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be interesting how they look at at, uh, at at this roster because I, you know, we have this this roster pool every year, and uh, this is the most difficult uh, year I've ever had trying to figure out where this coaching staff is going to go. Uh, and the back end at wide receiver is one of those issues. Uh, because you know the three guys are gonna are gonna be there, and that's Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, uh, and Quez Watkins, who's who's made this football team. Um, and then you have the back end receivers with Greg Ward, and Travis Fulgham, and JJ Ortega, Whiteside, and throw John Hightower in there. Look, I could see them all making the team. I could see them all being cut. Uh, that's that's how close it is. It depends. What do they want? I, I, I would think they want to keep Greg Ward, who's the veteran, as astonishing as that sounds, uh, in that wide receiver room. And then you start talking about the fifth and sixth receivers. Uh, what I said, I, I don't even know if you want to keep six uh, because I don't I don't think this group is good enough to keep six. Uh, and But either way, you talk about five and six, those guys got to help on special teams. That's where they got to make their hay. And none of them, Travis, JJ, <clears throat> John Hightower, are really good special teams players. So it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. And they have deeper positions. You know, do you want to keep an extra cornerback? Do you want to keep an extra offensive lineman, an extra defensive lineman? rather than a six receiver who's, you know, probably not that good, let's be honest. So it, it's going to be tough to to get this thing down to 53. Eagles camp recap with John McMullen. Week five, day 17, we'll flip to the other side of the football. We'll talk a little bit of defense. By the way, great article uh, from yours truly, John McMullen, I guess up on Sports Illustrated, right, John, the Sam linebacker a really good read, um, really, really good read. Uh, was that a one-on-one -on -one conversation that you had with Gannon? But a great article. Uh, no, uh, that was just from, I mean, I asked uh, Jonathan the question at the press conference. Uh, I, I did get a little uh, one-off time with, with JG, as he likes to be called, uh, a few days ago. Um Really smart guy, really uh, uh, sharp guy. I think Eagles fans are going to be very excited uh, about him as uh, being their defensive coordinator. Uh, much like Nick Sirianni, just unbelievable energy, uh, high energy from day to day. Um, and, you know, you talk to people around the league and everybody's talking about him as a future head coach. So, I don't know how long he's going to be here because uh, he's sort of like a shooting star in this profession. Uh, but you're going to see some different things. And one of the things you're going to see is that Sam linebacker position. Um, and really, it's it's sort of they're using uh, an edge rusher at that particular position. So you're going to see a little bit more blitzing if you look at where, where 
Gannon learned it was under Mike Zimmer in Minnesota. What they do is those A-gap blitzes. You saw a little of that from Gennard Avery already in the preseason. Um, a lot of overload blitzes where they overload one side and they bring that sand linebacker. I think you're going to see that when you get to a regular season every once in a while. But the goal, and this is probably the part that um, fans are not going to like because they didn't like Jim Swartz at the end. The goal, as as it is with every defensive coordinator, the goal is to get home with four in the pass rush. And in theory, the Eagles have a good enough defensive line to where they won't need to blitz a lot. That's That's the hope anyway. Darius Slay had a fantastic day today. He's had a great camp. Now, since um, since the very beginning, John, you've talked many times about Darius Slay, and I kind of feel as though Darius Slay, I started the, I started the uh, report tonight, Darius Slay has entered the building. I kind of feel like he's going to live up to the expectations that came with the signing a year ago. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll say this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Darius Slay is one of the best players on the Eagles, and I'm gonna disagree with you, <laughs> and and I'll tell you why. Uh, I I don't think fans realize, at least a lot of the fans realize, there's there's no such thing as a lockdown corner in the modern NFL. Uh, there's just too much going against cornerbacks. Every they're handcuffed to such a degree. It doesn't matter who you think. It could be Jalen Ramsey. It could be uh, 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 Stephon Gilmore, who's a former defensive player of the year. It could be Jair Alexander, who I think is the best press coverage corner in the NFL from Green Bay. Uh, any of them. You, you can go on the game pass. You can, you can look at their games. If you want to, you can show cut-ups uh, cut of them getting beat. Because this is an offensive league that everything is slanted towards the offense. And when you have a top-tier offense and Patrick Mahomes is slinging it or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, or you're going to get beaten. And, and and Jonathan Gannon, we just talked about him. He, he said that when he was talking about Zach McPherson this week. You're going to get beaten in this league. Uh, in, in many ways – the top trait you can have at the cornerback position is just that short memory to be that's able why I like to like Jalen. That's why I love Jalen Mills so much. He yeah. may have got, he, he, he may have got torched, but he lined right back up the next play. Yeah. And Darius has got that same mentality, but he's got more skill. This he's, he's a top 10 cornerback in the NFL top 10 corner. I don't think uh, uh, people in Philadelphia realize that. Um, will they, I, I, I don't know. Because you need interceptions. Uh, he Obviously, the Eagles as a whole didn't turn over the football a lot. They hope to do it more under Jonathan Gannon. But, you know, people are not going to be attacking Darius Slay. They're going to be attacking Steve Nelson and Bonte Maddox when they start game planning. Uh, people around the league know how good Darius Slay is. They attacked him last year. I don't think, that, that, I don't think they did. I don't, I don't think they did. Uh, again, if you look at the context of corners in this league, he didn't, get, he, he didn't give up a lot. Uh, everybody gets 
beaten in this league. Everybody. Jalen Ramsey, I would say, is regarded by most people as the best cornerback in football. He got ran out of Jacksonville at the end because he wasn't playing up to his reputation. Everybody gets beat. Stephon Gilmore, as I said, defensive player of the year, started getting beat a little bit last year. People want him out of town in New England. They wanted him traded. It's part of the job because they're expecting Deion Sanders. They're expecting you go way back. They're expecting bump and run, Willie Brown. They're expecting lockdown corners. They don't exist. They can't exist. You can't put your hands on the receivers. You can't get physical with receivers. You're up against it. In a lot of ways, people say, and, I, and I'm writing about this probably for Philly Boys next week. Uh, people always say quarterback is the most difficult position to play in football. I don't think it is. It's the most important position, the most important by far. But when you get somebody with the talent of Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, those guys are lights out. You don't have comparable corners because corners can't be that good. They're not allowed. That's why it's the most difficult position to play. Great stuff from John McMullen, football 24-7 across the Jacob Media YouTube channel, our Eagles Camp Recap. It is week five, day 17. We'll get to the game ball uh, in just a moment. One last thought on the front forward on the defensive side of the football, uh, Johnny Mack, as the uh, training camp comes to a halt. uh, And you've talked so much about how good the defense has looked against their own personnel, uh, against the Patriots, against the Jets. Um, who is number one or who looked the best to you out of them all, uh, you know, out of that front four? I know you spent a lot of time praising Josh Sweat uh, in the very beginning when we go back to week one, day one, day two, day three. All of those early camps, you were talking about how strong Josh Sweat was Um capsulize it for me uh, now that we're at the end. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm doing uh, my training camp awards, which I do every year. I used to do them for ESPN South Jersey. Now I do them for Sports Illustrated. Um, I, I, you know, it was Josh Sweat probably for the first eight, nine, ten days of camp. And, you know, he'd probably be number two. And I'm going number one, Javon Hargrave. He closed strong. Uh, and he missed a couple of days with an ankle. But, man, when he's been out there, he, he's been so dominant. I, I just think he's the most improved player I saw. And, yeah, they're loaded up front, man. Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, they are loaded up front. Great stuff uh, from John McMullen. Last thought before the game ball. You started to hint about an answer to this question when we were talking about Jalen Hurts. I wanted to end it up with, end this segment up tonight with locker room leaders. Who are the three leaders on defense? Who are the three leaders on offense? that are controlling everything. 
They're controlling the locker room. They're controlling motivation. Uh, they're controlling messaging. Who are they, John? Well, I think offensively, it, it starts and it always has to start with the quarterback. And I think, you know, that's always been the strength of Jalen Hurts. I've said it from pretty much day one. He, 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 people naturally gravitate towards him. Uh, so his teammates do find him. He doesn't struggle against that. You know, in a lot of ways, Carson Wentz would swim upstream when it came to that because he was a little bit more introverted. I think even though uh, Jalen Hurts doesn't seem like at a press conference that uh, outspoken or that hyped up, he's always got the, the, the steady pulse, as I always like to call it. He, behind the scenes, he tries to engage everybody. And when I say engage everybody, I don't mean the receivers and the running backs and the skill position. I mean guys he doesn't deal with on the defensive side of the football. I mean special teams players. He tries to get connect with everyone. So I think that's a positive. And then I thought, you know, Miles Sanders, Nick Sirianni let him um, sort of break down practice uh, yesterday. Uh, he's trying to put that sort of mantle on him. And obviously, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, those guys, you know, they walk on water to, mm -hmm. to, to people and as well they should uh, to people in that franchise. On the defensive side, you have the obvious ones. You have uh, Brandon Graham, uh, who's so ebullient, the most energetic player I've ever known uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, natural leader, Fletcher Cox, a little bit more understated, but does it uh, on the field. Everybody's in all. He's sort of like the the Lane Johnson of the defensive side of the ball. Everybody's in awe of him from his uh, physical uh, perspective and the way he plays. And then I think sort of the underrated guy is Anthony Harris, another guy who has sort of broken down defensive huddles at times. And he's going to be the guy communicating on the back end to get everybody on the same page in that back seven. Um, so those would be uh, who I would uh, point you toward. Hot, feisty day. As week five, day 17 comes to a close, the Eagles camp recap with John McMullen here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Uh, John, the final game ball uh, given today and given by you. Uh, goes to whom? I'm going to go offense, and I'm going to go a rookie. I'm going to go Kenny Gainwell. Uh, he's I really love been, it. Yeah, he's really been coming on uh, the last uh, number of practices in camp. It's clear the Eagles are trying to get him involved, and he's been getting these extra reps with the first team at times, usually in third down passing situations, uh, and he's been making the most of them. Uh, he's been doing a good job, so I'm going to give it to Kenny Game well. I love it, John McMullen. Uh, quickly, just for, so everybody is in the know, uh, walk through tomorrow, game on Friday, then what? What happens on the weekend? Because cut down to the, the big cut down is Tuesday to go from 80 to 53. But what's happening post game? What's happening after the game on Friday? Yeah, I mean, after the game on Friday, coaches are meeting. That's when you start talking about the big cut from 80 to 53 Saturday, players' day off. Um, there's a lot of time now. Typically, you know, 
you don't have this much time, not only between the final game and the cutdown, but also um, uh, from the final cut to the first game of the regular season. You have 16 days. So we don't have the schedule next week for when they're going to start practicing. They definitely have Saturday off. Uh, I assume they're going to get back on the practice field uh, quickly. And that means, though, remember, they're not going to bring – I would find it very hard they're going to bring 80 players back to practice, say, on Sunday or Monday uh, and then start, you know, cutting them. So either they're going um, to cut players a little bit more quickly and they're not going to wait till Tuesday – or they're probably going to give the players a number of days off. Uh, Eagles camp recap with John McMullen, week five, day 17. A lot of content and a lot of information over the last 17 days from NFL insider uh, John McMullen. And Kenny Gainwell gets the game ball uh, today. John McMullen, get a cold, get a big 32-ounce cold glass of water. Well, you're a bottle of water. That was a great work by you. Uh, on a hot, feisty day uh, up in New York, and a great uh, great job by you uh, all uh, through preseason camp. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Jacob Media YouTube channel. One programming reminder, the live postgame show with Derek Gunn, Mark Farzetta, Devin Caney, Lane Johnson, and yours truly, John McMullen, on 6abc.com and right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and share. Johnny Mac, great stuff, my friend. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight. See you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.